I'm gonna be honest, I really regret starting recording. There's been a lot of silence I'm gonna have to cut out. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Clever Kids Podcast. This is a weekly podcast with three brothers. Take a topic from popular culture that you may or may not care about and wait what did we <laughs> we changed it damn it i guess i'm back <laughs> uh my name is tyler i'm here with my co-host brian how's it How going everybody brian? oh sorry i'm and, wonderful yeah stepping on my introductions and jeffrey how are you doing jeffrey i'm doing fantastic how are you, guys you didn't doing? want to interrupt with anything no i was i was gonna make oh, like okay. a long pause at least i considered it and just make sure that you were finished like that one yep um okay uh how's everybody doing it's been uh two weeks since we recorded i've seen both of you in that in the meantime um but uh how's everything going um good it's going great doing pauses today what are we doing (laughs) (laughs) absolutely wonderful on my end can't complain (laughs) yeah good to hear um so uh this week um we uh we enjoyed the little uh discussions that we were having with those uh pop culture movie would you rather uh questions that we did last week so i think we're going to do another round of those to start off and then uh because we haven't spoken in a little while and we've missed another episode (laughs) as is our way apparently um we are going to kind of catch up and see what everybody's been getting into. I, for one, have been reading a lot of comics lately, so I'm going to get into that, but uh, we'll do that a little bit later. For right now, uh, Brian, I think you got the list this time, so I'm going to let you ask the questions. Give me a break from uh, from talking. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, I will uh, spice this thing up. So, um, obviously, just a Would You Rather movie edition um you know question by question i will ask the question and then you guys give me your opinion and then debate so try to uh not agree with each other uh you're gonna tell us that wait are we just debating or are all three of us debating oh i'm gonna jump in with an opinion i don't think that's avoidable that's that's as inevitable as death (laughs) or taxes you know what i'm saying so Uh, okay mr lindstrom (laughs) Um, is that where that came from he used to say that all the time i'm gonna have to cut that out (laughs) but why but yeah I don't know, because I said it now. All right. Anyway, yeah, jump in. Bet you five bucks you don't cut it out, so that's fun. <laughs> yeah, I do say that I'm going to cut things out and then just leave them yeah. in long pauses and all. You could cut out this whole section. We're still going, and I have a feeling it's going to make it in the final edition, so we can just I'm going to put day. this call out to uh, the listeners at home. If anyone wants to jump in and help me <laughs> edit this podcast, that'd be great. I just started a new job, and... Uh, it's early mornings and uh, ten hour days. So, and I guess I can't complain because it's <laughs> it's the same schedule Brian's been working the entire time, and Brian's been having school on top of it. So you know what? And I'm really gonna test this thing. Let's see what I, what I can get into the final cut. I'm gonna say the word nipples. Nipples. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna make it. I know it will. <laughs> All right, anyway, let's get going. I, that, I might it. just cut that and then repeat it and just play that over and over again before the intro song. All right. <laughs> we'll we're, see. We're jumping in here. You gave me the idea, so I might just do it. I'll give you the this or that. You guys take a turn saying what and then start screaming at each other. Here we go. Uh, would you rather be a tribute in the Hunger Games or explore the maze in Maze Runner? Jeff. Maze in Maze Runner. Tyler. A volunteer's tribute. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> All right, Jeff, make your case. Uh, the the Maze Runners, it's a communal effort to try and escape. You're not guaranteed death like you are in the Hunger Games. You're not guaranteed death in the... I'm sorry, Tyler, go ahead. <laughs> Rebuttal? <laughs> <laughs> I've just always wanted to kill a man. <laughs> or 12 of them. <laughs> or 12 well, I'm hoping that the other 12 kill each other and I only have to kill one. But if I have to kill multiple, I'm, I'm in. Let's do this. No, I just, I feel like, I don't know, like the, the, um, the maze thing. I don't know. Either one is not 
preferable <laughs> at least in the maze it's it's like all dudes until uh effie stoneham shows up i don't know that actress's real name but she was in that show skins from back in the day probably too old for you guys but um british tv show kaya scoladario i got there i remembered her name um she shows up but before that there's just no girls you're just with a bunch of dudes and that does suck that does kind of i mean as a straight man that sucks. what are you imagining the hunger games is a fucking orgy i mean you don't know what happens in that hotel when you're training i do know that they're all trying to kill each other just because susan collins left it out of the books doesn't mean that katniss wasn't getting you know what the fuck what is this what is this personal interpretation of the hunger games that you get to throw in first first off you're not guaranteed to die in the hunger games you can get good and win the thing and then you become yeah, a, great, a great and revered champion back in society. Hold on, so are we taking in the source? Ma- the moment. Are we talking or, about the source material? Are we allowed to include the source material that happens after the first Hunger Games and after the first Maze Runner books? We're not talking about Katniss's journey. We're talking about just what we know of sure. the games. And I wasn't going to talk champion. about Katniss's journey either. I was going to talk about Finnick's journey. But what about Woody Harrelson's journey? Because I'm really into winning a ones? game. What about all the great and, and then, happy champions? There's a lot what of them. great and happy listen, channels. Listen, They're basically listen. sold into sex slavery or alcohol addicts. Oh, okay. Listen, I am really into winning a game and then living off my fame as a debilitating alcoholic <laughs> in uh, obscurity. That sounds like that sounds like my, like my current life plan. So not a lot is changing except for that I also get to live fulfill my dream of killing a human. Why do you have that dream? Why does that keep, <laughs> is that are you being for real right now? <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, okay. So one of my favorite <laughs> short stories of all time is the most dangerous game because I like the concept of this man who is so like into hunting that now like regular animals don't stand a chance to him. So now he wants to hunt humans but even like just like the slaves that he has on his island that he hunts are like not good enough so he has to hunt another hunter because it's an actual challenge we know always thought that that concept is interesting we know the story and i now know that we need to send you in for a psychiatric evaluation (laughs) i i i'm not doing it i don't i'm not going real crazy or anything but I mean, you're going to put me in that challenge, like, fuck it, I'll, it, I'll go go get wild, I'll go hunt some humans. <laughs> is it implied that that the, the millionaire sabotaged the boat <laughs> that got the hunter onto the island? Like, did he select him, or was it just serendipitous not, that a hunter washed up on his shore one day? So, not, in the book, it's or in this short story, it's not implied that, but people have later implied that in, like, film adaptations and things like that. Um, like he, like the like, like the millionaires, because the flip side is the millionaires just been sitting there for like ten years waiting for someone to crash. Like, for, like ah, a worthy one opponent, of these days, right? I'm gonna yeah. shoot well, somebody I think that, so hard. <laughs> I think that's the idea, right? Is I mean, not to get too deep in the weeds on this thing that we're not talking about, but um, but yeah, I think that the it's the the implication is that he has lived on this island so long that he has lost his mind because he there's just nothing for him to do. So. When a hunter shows up, he's like, "Finally, this is the this is what my life has been building to." You know what I mean? Um, so back to Hunger Games. So let me ask you something: What would be your strategy right when the countdown happens? What would you do? You're just standing there looking around, like, "Oh shit!" What would you do? You running for a, for a weapon, or are you just taking off into the woods? Um, uh, I don't know. I think you probably have to try to at least get a weapon from the cornucopia or something. You know what I mean? Like. It's sort of like when you drop into Fortnite. Like, you don't just, like, go disappear into the woods. I guess in Fortnite you can because there's just guns like yeah, but then someone just gets places, you with a throwing axe or something like... I'm just saying, like, that's... Yeah, exactly. But I think that you have to at least try to get something. Like, Katniss would, like, sprint straight for the bow. You know what I mean? And then just as soon as she grabs the bow, she's gone. You know? I think you have to get something so that you're ready to protect yourself in the event that you do some find somebody. But I'm not going to go, like, into the melee action of the cornucopia, right? So, like, I'm not going to go go to go to district one and just face off fucking tad castle jeff do you see that do you see that being more of a um like um treacherous scenario than running the maze daily trying to find your way out dudes are dying in that maze every day 
aren't they? Well, the I guess maze, they got a the couple monsters of only come out at while, night, same, right? The, the, the runners uh, have figured right. out it's a system a by the movie. time the book starts. The runners have figured out a system that most of them are not dying. That they have like but what the reveal is, right, like a third of the book, is that they've already mapped out everything and they don't know what to do next. That they send out the runners, they run a, a predetermined course to see whether or not the beasts have enclosed closer to them, and then they retreat back and they're just living kind of not necessarily a utopian society, but um, in peace for the most part. I would call it very much not a utopian society. Sure, but it also wasn't I would fun. barely call it a society. More of like a camp with children in it, but sure. But my point is uh, no one there is uh, obligated to kill you. Let's play this out. Escape. Let's say in both scenarios, you make it out. You win the games, you win the maze, or you get out of the maze. Which which aftermath scenario is preferable? Clearly the Hunger Games. Yeah. yeah the I'm, maze, I'm, like the I'm, world is scorched. Like it's horrible. That wasn't the question though. That's what I was asking. I never whether, even, well, we got to continue to flesh out an addendum. This. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. This is my game. <clears throat> you're, you're playing by my rules. You're in my maze. Yeah. Um. What I I never watched the sequels. I actually really liked the first Maze Runner. Never yeah, read the books. Good. Yeah, I've seen I've um, seen the first two. But, I never made it to number three, but I got to get to it. Maybe watch yeah, them all I, back. But either way, yeah, I don't know. I um, so I don't know what's going on in those in the outer worlds there. But um, I do think that the the I don't. I mean, Katniss I finished is it. Pretty and... messed up where she gets sent back to the 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 games and has to keep <laughs> keep fighting well i finished and the maze trilogy and, and it's a paradise so i went we'll have to take his word for it all right next scenario um <laughs> would you rather be a jedi in star wars or a hobbit in lord of the rings and i i get a feeling even though i'm the guy moderating that i'm going to be the one arguing on the other side here so let's go ahead and jeff what's your opinion jedi tyler jedi brian hobbit Hobbit all day. Is it because of the drinking problem that you get to develop? Because that's like the only benefit I can think have of. A drinking problem. They appear to in the books and right. the movies. I don't remember them having They're a problem all... at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a I guess problem. it's only a problem if you're on the outside. It's, it's a cultural. It's a cultural uh, drinking habit. Norm. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. sorry. Tell me outside of the like the judgmental stares of your neighbors whenever you go on an adventure. What downsides there are to living in the Shire? Um. Well, I would I say get kooky what? wizards coming and trying to kidnap you. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Gandalf comes to hang out with you for your birthday. That sounds pretty fucking good to me. I never had to be Gandalf at my birthday party. I, I would say that the biggest downside to me is knowing that I could have been a galactic space wizard who. <laughs> fucking saves the world whenever I fucking want to. What Go ahead, ask about? me that question in reverse. What downsides are there to being a Jedi? Oh, I'll tell you. First off, you have an entire universe full of dangers and an empire trying to kill your ass and you also don't get to societies. Bang. And you can't love people. Yeah, in the Shire, dude, those dudes are loving. Those dudes are Forced celibacy? Come on. Yeah, that's awful. Like you have to stamp, like live by this strict code. You get this little gr weird green dude, like telling you shit in backward sentences. Like, yeah. I mean, I guess it's like, would you rather be a monk or be, uh, I don't know, someone in Ireland in the 17th century? <laughs> like, I guess for me, I'm picturing what your day to day is. I understand that you guys are enamored with the ability to have force powers and a cool, you know, overheated sword, but. <laughs> At the end of the day, what are you doing every day? You're running missions. You're living by this super strict code. You're going into societies where people are like they don't generally like you. I mean, let's let's break it down. Who has the better haircuts, Jedi or hobbits? Because I'm I'm kind of leaning towards Jedi, man. Those little braided rat tails. Come on, you guys aren't into those. Is that influencing your decision? <laughs> My problem. So it's and, it's called a joke. And you're it's called a joke, and you guys aren't very good at yes ending. And you're dealing what? with an intergalactic threat. The Shire, yes, there is a global threat going on, but they don't got to deal with that. They just let everyone else deal with that while they keep drinking and having a good time in those green rolling hills. I just, yeah, I just I can't mean, imagine that that's a fulfilling life, just living that same enclosed, sheltered, doing the same existence. thing, seeing the same yeah. people every single day, day in and day out for hundreds of years. And I don't know, I feel like that's just not as fulfilling as being able to jump from any civilization, any culture, any planet, 
and make the world a better place with your magical fucking powers. Let's it's also canonical that Jedi can leave the order. I mean, Dooku before he became a Sith Lord just was a Jedi who decided to no longer follow the Jedi code and just voluntarily left and became a politician. So, let's look at it this way. How many Jedi leave the order? Not many. I mean, yeah, we don't not in canon do we know of many? How many defect to becoming a that. Sith Lord in general? There's quite a few, right? That were Jedi uh, and became I mean, not, Sith. Not really. I don't think. I think that the Sith. So the Sith in the original canon. I don't know how much they've they've adult uh, you know, altered that since Disney Disney took over. But the Sith was its own separate religion that also um, was aware of the Force. And then it was only once Jedi and Sith found each other, once space travel existed. You know what I mean? That it, they be, they started to clash. Um, but the Sith was just its own dark side force religion that was completely separate. So I think Jedi do leave, but it, it's not like the Sith aren't just affected Jedi. Is it, uh, do you think more than five Jedi have left the Order? In all of history, probably. Oh, then I win, because I can only name five hobbits that left the Shire. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Frodo, Sam... Uh, uh- Pippin, Mary, uh, Mary, and Bilbo. And Bilbo. There's your five. Uh, <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, next scenario here. Would you rather live in the Matrix or enter dreams in Inception? Pro- uh, well, probably Inception. Yeah. Because... So, from, so, from what, so what I'm hearing is you're not the guy. You're not You're not that Neo. guy. Dude. You're not Neo. And you're not, uh, I don't know, Leo DiCaprio. Sure, but you don't need to be Leo DiCaprio to like. I mean, Joseph Gordon-Levitt has some of the cooler scenes in that in that movie, and so does Tom Hardy. You know what I mean? Like Leonardo DiCaprio's stuff is actually kind of boring. He's just running around yelling a lot and trying no, to avoid no, no, trains. No, no, no. You're the Asian businessman that's just kind of along for the ride. <laughs> Sato. Yeah, Sato. Um, <laughs> uh, that's fine too. Um, I, I think that that idea of lucid dreaming has always been really cool i mean i think even the matrix is based off that concept really um but also like being in the matrix is pretty sick i mean look at how powerful trinity and morpheus are and they're not the one you know so i guess this is assuming that you're not just like a person walking around right and and because you just be living a normal life the problem with the matrix concept is that i mean the outside world is fucked Whereas Inception, you're again, just... Again, yeah, Scorch Trials or whatever, uh, Maze Runner again. Um, once you get out of the Matrix, it's like, oof, put me back in. Right. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, well, I'll, I'll, stay, I'll be your battery. <laughs> it's got uh, any <laughs> yeah. uh, sex in Cypher's like, I miss steak. Please, what just I'm fighting for cream it? of this wheat. This place is trashed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. What, yeah, what? Actually, really, real quick, like, what is the benefit of... Like, why can't the machines just run it? Like, what is, like, as long as no one knows, like, do we really, like, you, you do still have a semblance of free will and you do get to still live life and be in, and enjoy. But that's like, the point is it's not free will. But it's a semblance of, like, you don't know the difference. Well, right. Well, right. those guys do. Right. Those guys do. Yeah, but only because they've woken up and now they're trying to wake everybody else up. And it's sort of like, maybe I don't want to, maybe I want. Which is, to be able to taste steak. And which is like, exactly the storyline of number one. <laughs> the guy's like, put me back in. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll do whatever cipher. it takes. Like, I'm over it. Cypher's like, like it fuck it. Yeah. yeah, which is, it's a good cu- question. Like, and I think they address it, you know. It's like, yo, for the most part, people, once they're aware, they want the freedom. They don't want to yeah, I mean, fake freedom. I think the real question here is red pill or blue pill? Because I'm thinking, I'm, I'm leaning towards blue because it sounds better. <laughs> Uh, I don't Nobody know. would take that blue pill before finding out the truth. Like that's, yeah. Only once you know the truth does the blue pill become. Like if Morpheus was a little yeah. bit more upfront, I bet Neo would have been like, "Oh ah, yeah." Before blue. knowing all that stuff, you're like, "Why would I want to be ignorant for the rest of my life and always wonder if you know what I made the, the world wrong is choice. like?" Now. Right. Yeah. But then you find out what it's like, and you're like, "No, now I know why." Like, give me the blue pill. Like, I fucked up. I mean. Does does Morpheus even like what what was the other option for him to wake up and not have his memories? Does that mean the Smiths I think he, would I think he just says come up something and find like him that. the next day? I like think he Smith- would still remember the interaction, but it would feel like a dream or something, and, and he would just go back to his life. The Smiths would still be coming after him then, like 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, How no, does that work? Smith's still yeah. just trying to kill his ass. Like, like, Do they only become aware of him because he made contact? And well, are they going to forget about him if he goes back? If he still remembers the interaction, he he has already been brought to their attention. You think that the Smiths would? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I never really considered that. Like, why does it all happen at once? Yeah, and why is Morpheus acting like he can just take the blue pill and everything will go away? Like Smith's still going to kill his ass. Like right. he didn't really have an option there. Now that I think about it. Yeah, he still has like a weird robot scorpion inside of him or whatever no that had gotten removed i think i know but, but still but let's just assume you're one of like this like the stoogier people in the matrix team that keeps going in you got some kind of knowledge of what's going on and that it's a simulation and blah 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 let's also assume that you're kind of a stoogier part of the inception crew that goes into dreams okay what's your answer with that scenario um i feel like i'm still going with dreams um I just think that like that ability, like you still have that ability to, I mean, look at Ariadne on her first dream walk. You know what I mean? Like she gets to bend the world and whatever, you know, God, that, that I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I was going to go deep on inception again. I'm not going, I'm not doing it, but so, um, good. so good. I do genuinely think it's very good. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm going with Inception just because also that you have the ability to wake up and then also just live in the real world. I think that, you know, like Leonardo DiCaprio has become addicted to the dream world because he can no longer dream without it. Right. But I think that if you, you know, do things in moderation, you know, it, you don't have to go towards the, the dream within a dream within a dream level where time no longer passes and you can live a life and then wake up. and It's only been an hour or whatever. Jeff. You don't have to do that. I'd probably go with Inception. I uh, it looks like the safer route between the two of them. Yeah, you just yeah, dream it. also you don't just need like robot and... squids flying through the world trying to attack me and my homies while we're trying to have a weird rave in mech suits or whatever happens in those yeah. movies. All right. I'm gonna be honest. I've still only ever seen the first Matrix, and I think it's oh, probably insane. a perfect. Probably a perfect movie, and I, I don't. Enjoy. It is a great movie, and it is the best. I'm not going to deny it, but I, I don't think the other two ruin it at all. I think it's kind of interesting to go deeper into the to the world. Yeah, I like. I think they're all on HBO Max right now, and I keep like scrolling past them and being like, Shh, "Is today the day that I just dig in and today watch the these day? two? <laughs> yeah, am, am I going to do it, Joe? Man, <laughs> <laughs> um. And I, uh, the answer so far has been no. But I, I already know what's going to happen. You're going to end up clicking on one, and then you're going to come back and be like, you should have warned me they were fucking shit. Like, this is like your that's chance. That's what I'm afraid this of. This was your chance to stop me from watching the Hobbit movies. What the hell's wrong with you? You could have saved me from that crap. Like, I, I, you know, I know that's what's going to happen. The Hobbit movies have merit. <laughs> and that's why I'm saying this out loud. I, I still enjoyed the Matrix sequels, even though they're not as good as number one. I don't think they detract from it at all. I just think the aesthetics of number one are so perfect because of the lower budget that they had because nobody knew the Wachowskis and, um, you know, this world that they were creating, they had to like find creative ways to, to build it. And I think that once they had the budget and nobody was going to tell them no, because they had just made so much money for the studio. Well, unfortunately that, they didn't put enough budget into the next ones because every time there's well, I think they lean scene. too heavily on CGI. Yeah, there's an action scene with Neo. He just turns into a, a video game character. So in those in that first movie, they had because they had the lower budget, they had to do all those special effects in camera, and so like they literally have like um, Keanu Reeves stunt double hooked up to a rig when he's doing the bullet time dodging. You know what I mean? And they had to invent bullet time camera work in the first one. Um, in, in order to accomplish their creative vision but in the next ones they were just like oh okay well we have the budget now let's just blow it's, it all out with cgi it's the same thing that you see in the fast and the furious movies number one it's just guys racing cars and then in later movies they got guys like jumping freeway gaps in tanks and stuff and you're like okay i so i know you brian you probably still remember when i used to just like bag on the fast and the furious movies but I've come all the way back around. I genuinely like enjoy how ridiculous they're like Marvel movies. They're so crazy. Have you guys seen that <laughs> Vin Diesel's just getting the meme treatment bad right now for the whole like yeah the family thing, family thing. Yeah, I've been, yeah. I'm, I've been, I'm digging it. It's funny. So I've been out all like I've not been on Instagram like all week, uh, but I went on it this morning when I got back into service, and uh, 
and all of the meme all the like comic book meme pages that i follow were just like just and star wars meme pages that just like throw vin diesel like yeah. all the way in so so i don't funny. know i i, I yeah, I'm not. Let's not get into the Fast and Furious thing right now. I, I got some opinions there. I'm, I'm sure we'll have more to talk about when the next movies drop. Well, we sh- we should have just watched Fast Nine. We should have all gone and seen it. But oh, is it a new one out right now? Yeah, yeah. Is that why he's getting hit? <laughs> yeah, with John Cena. John Cena is his brother. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason oh my god yeah dude talks about family for eight movies and never mentions that he has a brother <laughs> yeah i think that's what it family's is. important uh, and then also his brother's like yo motherfucker like what's up yeah he's like except for that exactly. guy <laughs> fuck him yeah. fuck, not that you're not my family oh my god if they actually went like even harder into that family trope oh yeah. anyway I'll have to go watch it. I think I've just spent too much time in that franchise to not go see it. All right, next one. Um, would you rather be a member of the Avengers or a member of the Justice League? This one should be good. Jeff? Do we get to pick which member we are or do are we a new nope, character? You just, it's, it's not about who you are. It's about your you know, like what you have to do to interact and the world around you and the villains that are involved. It's not about what your powers are or anything. Uh, Justice League. Tyler, it, what? Wait, wait, wait. It, it, I, I, before I answer, because I, I'm probably Justice League also, but I want to hear Jeff's fuck reasoning. It, Superman's going to save the world. What the fuck do I have to do? Yeah. <laughs> also, also the chances of you being a god level power is so high if you're in the Justice League. Like everybody on the Justice League is is so besides Batman, but even Batman is a pretty sick character. And he's rich. He's probably the be. best one. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's literally just the wallet. He just. He's like, I get to, right. like, I'll build your clubhouse in space as long as I get to come whenever I want. Okay. You mean join? The, you mean your phrasing? Your phrasing there is a bit off. As long as I get to join, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna just come when and where I want. him into meeting, like stroking it, and then be like, just, bat, just, like Bruce. This was the agreement. This is the agreement. I paid for this. Hey, hey, Clark. I said eye contact. Look me in the eyes. Hey, what a woman. How about it? I will kill you. <laughs> okay, so you guys are both um, going Justice League because Superman's going to save your little ninny ass? Well, just even if you're, like, even being the least powerful character of the Justice League, Batman, like, of the main core Justice League, like, you are still such a, like, force to be reckoned with as the character has, like, you know, created you, right? Or, I mean, has the character exists. Um, like, you're just, you know, like, the... The Avengers are sick, but they're all like surface level heroes, right? Like they're, you know, I mean, they take on Thanos, but Superman could take on Thanos in a second, I think, you know, like it's not really even a competition for him. Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet has like all of the powers of Superman and like he has to have all of that's an interesting one. Real quick side tangent. You think Superman can kick the absolute living daylights out of Thanos in a one on one? Yeah, I think that he laser visions Thanos' arm off <laughs> so that the comment means nothing. And then then the rest of him, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I just watched Thanos box the crap out of Hulk. I feel like that one fight scene has totally fucked with my perception of Thanos because I feel like the Hulk could box out or could box go toe-to-toe boxing with Superman. And Thanos During just the most the recent Marvel Superman crossover in the late 80s, Superman and Hulk fight in to defeat the Hulk, Superman rips the Earth open and throws Hulk down into the Earth's core. <laughs> Superman doesn't fuck around, dude. <laughs> All right, so so you guys you guys are going with the I'll be on Justice League, so Superman can watch over me approach. I am. I mean, do you want to be? I mean, who 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 are you putting toe to toe? with the global defense system that is superman I, well i, I think you got i think you got to look at what their threats are like what are they going up against right they're like the same level of threats superman <laughs> it's just well then then if you're saying the superman would just fly in and laser thanos into five pieces in two seconds why doesn't he just do that with all his villains if they're the same level of threat so often what happens in marvel comics in like their major crossovers is the avengers all lose and then they have to regroup with the new team and then defeat the threat years later. That's like, oh, and then they rewrite history or something. That's what happens in Marvel comics all the time. It's always the team lost. Now let's battle back. 
You know what I mean? Let's come back. Right, Jeff? Am I wrong? Like, that's almost I, every single major I mean, the, Mar- Avengers storyline. The, story the years later trope has been used a couple times. I wouldn't say it's every crossover event, but... I'd say it's most of them, though. I mean, it's always like, how do we... Okay, it's a lot of the time with Marvel. With the Justice League, it happens often, too. I mean, they did it with Dark Knight's Metal. They did it with Dark Knight's Death Metal. (laughs) The sequel, they did it again. (laughs) Um, They do it with a lot of them, too. But often with the Justice League, it's like there's a major world-ending threat. It's literally a cataclysm. It's apocalypse. It's, it's, It's a bad thing that's happening. But we're battling through it, and then we'll fix the world after. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, if you're looking at a team that is always losing, I mean, sign up for the Avengers, and yeah, you'll you'll find a way through in the end. But uh, you know, yeah, a lot of I stories. Like Justice League always. A lot of stories from like the canonical Justice League comics are like the villains have come up with a way to inca- incapacitate Superman. They've got him off world, or they've you know managed to freeze him in a block of ice or some shit. Like they're like, we've got him battled, and now we can fight the rest of the Justice League toe on toe. And then it's let's free Superman and let Superman fix the problem. Right. Yeah. It's a lot of, or it's like Superman fighting the main big guy. And then everybody else is just sort of cleaning up the hordes, which is fine. Right. Works. Or, I mean, or that's trying what happened to with... shut down the mothership or something while, while Superman's out there to actually tanking all of the, the damage. Did anyone else hear him say mother shit? Mother shit. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> let's move along. I think it's justice league for us. Are you saying Avengers Brian? I don't know. You guys make a compelling point, but then again, Scarlett Johansson. Gal Gadot. I don't know, man. She just comes off super aloof. Scarlett just seems like she would at least let me buy her a drink. I don't know. And then kick my ass. (laughs) Yeah. She'd definitely take the drink. Um, Yeah, she'll take the drink and then whoop the shit out of me. (laughs) I mean, if we're talking about uh, beautiful women on the team, um, Avengers is definitely winning. I mean... Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth Hemsworth is so hot. hot. Honestly, we I don't remember what uh, Kelly and I watched recently that he was in. It it was not one of the Marvel movies, but like the whole time I was just like, man, he really is just a very very handsome man. He is just so good looking. That is for sure. And he's just yeah, and he's like six four, super ripped. I mean, that's a hunk of beef. You know what I mean? All right, moving on. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, okay, uh, I'm gonna say, well, let, maybe one more, or two more. I got two. Uh, let's just do two more. One we've kind of touched on a few times, compared them a little bit, but I'll be interested for just a straight up answer here, um, and maybe brief reasoning. Um, would you rather attend Hogwarts or go to Narnia? And go to Narnia phrasing is you're not like an animal living there; you're like uh, visiting the country. Wait, I'm sorry. It's what? What was the question? Attend Hogwarts or go to Narnia. And then what did you say? I was saying go to Narnia is like, you're not like, well, I guess maybe it should be that you live there. No, well, yeah, because if you're spending any kind of serious time at at Hogwarts, it might as well be the same. Well, I mean, and and if you're even visiting Narnia, like years will have, I guess no time will have passed. I don't know. Time is worth in that world. Uh, Hogwarts is a pretty easy answer. Tyler. Yeah, I think I'm doing Hogwarts. Um, I, like the odds, like I mean, unless Santa's coming around and giving me something real good, I, I you are I so like, caught up on that one section of that one chapter of Narnia. What other benefits are there to living in Narnia? You know, God is real. I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> yeah, but, but what is but what is God doing with his powers? Like he just walks yeah, around as, singing as, and shit. Yeah. <laughs> what, what good is a God that does that? <laughs> He's also really not that in control, it feels like. Yeah. I gotta be honest. Well, he, I can, he is kind of more of a go with the flow guy. Like, he lets things yeah. play out. He lets things play out. And then at the last second, he gets sacrificed in order to, like, get yeah. back to right. Like, hey, yeah, I, I mean, am, In Narnia, it's good. I'm the literal embodiment of God. All right, cool. What are you doing this afternoon? Oh, I was going to go take a nap. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, yeah, understand. God is real. He just goes and lives on his own island and doesn't participate it in any the of the things that happen in the world. Be enslaved yeah. for a hundred years. <laughs> Frozen over, you know, whatever. He doesn't care. He lets his son die. Not as a sacrifice. I guess it is sort of a Jesus parable. And it, hey, it's hey, it's like 110% a Jesus parable. Like it's, Yeah, I didn't really consider that, but yeah, it is. He does. The whole book is that. What are you talking time. about? There's a robot chicken skit that I'll send you. I was you pretty young when I read those books. 
the Zero Robot Chicken skit that that points out the allegory of of Jesus Christ in the Narnia books. It's hysterical. Anyway, um, I mean, let's be honest, guys. Jesus makes his way into pretty much every piece of American film. (laughs) He's in everywhere. He's everything. Superman is Jesus in all of the Zack Snyder verse. It's all it's all Jesus. Um, Anyway, yeah. No, I mean. It's yeah, that's a that short one. I think we all agree Hogwarts on that one. It'd be tight to have a wand, you know. It's kind of hard Watson, to beat Hogwarts. Like... I mean, you guys chose Hogwarts over being mutants. I mean, it's hard to beat yeah, I'm Hogwarts. just that afraid of being the toad. We talked about this. I don't <laughs> want to be the toad. That guy's life yeah, sucks. Or the blob. Would that would be horrible. All right, anyway. Um, cool. Last one. Would you rather uh, own Woody from Toy Story or own a minion? from despicable me okay i'm gonna pull a jeff here and choose death i think <laughs> um uh i don't know what woody woody is just a toy that loves you right he's like a dog that's in the shape of a small wooden cowboy <laughs> and can speak well he um, doesn't he doesn't interact while you're in the room though right wouldn't he just be a uh, well then what's the difference i already own a bunch of action figures i don't care well the difference would be every so often when you come back to your room he's not where you left him and then you're like, what a bummer that would be. Um, and then the the benefits of having a minion are. <laughs> well, that he's like loyalty, right? Aren't those minions like super loyal to their bad I don't guy? really. Yeah, but they just like fuck everything up, I think. Well, they also I built like his crazy. I've never even seen a, one of those movies. Oh. The Despicable Me's Jeff, or whatever. Jeff, do you have an opinion on this? Um. Woody versus a minion. I, I mean, I guess I would just rather have a toy. I like. I don't know. Like the minion itself isn't very valuable by itself. It'd be kind of cute though. And cute, though. and Andy is never actually ever aware of Woody's sentience. Like it's just like having a toy. Yeah, I guess it doesn't really make sense. Well, here's the thing though. It's a toy that knows when you're jerking off and stuff. Like, isn't there like a whole thing about <laughs> like Andy growing up or like or something about their names being Woody and Buzz? Like, there's some joke about them being his mom's toys or. <laughs> <laughs> that that they have the same name toy names as as his mom's toys. That's so funny. Yeah, but like for the most part, like having sentient toys in your bedroom sounds kind of like a nightmare. So I think I'm going minion. Although unless I have the facility for it, it would be kind of annoying to have that thing running around. I don't know. I choose death. Um. Okay, that's it. That was the last one. All go right. To recommendations. Cool. Yeah. Jeff, do you want to start? Brian, do you want to start? Who wants to start? Let's fight it out. I can start. I uh, right, Jeff, go. So, so Netflix released a couple of different shows, uh, anime shows, and being the this podcast resident anime watcher, I uh, watched them. So I watched a show called Record of Ragnarok, which I am not actually recommending. I actually just want to talk to you guys about it. It's an, it's an interesting concept. It's basically there's... Uh, and all of the gods from all these different religions all live in Valhalla under the command of Zeus. And they've been watching humans for the last thousands year, thousand years. And uh, they have basically decided now to end the human race because humans have poisoned the world. And one of the minor gods, Brunhilde of Valkyrie, uh, instead convinces them to enact a clause called Ragnarok in which the gods fight humans. And if the humans win then uh, they uh, get to survive for another thousand years. And so they select 13 gods and 13 humans uh, and fight. And it's not like Blood of Zeus where it's like super good animation. It's much heavier Japanese-influenced tropes where it's super slow fighting over, you know, five or six episodes um, with like, you know, one interaction taking an entire episode because they have to explain it with each character developing a new power each episode. It's it's ridiculous. Um, but I was interesting with Brian. I don't know how familiar you are with the romance of the Three Kingdoms. Not at all. So it's a book written about uh, a Chinese civil war. Uh, kind of like, uh, like, an, like a, an ancient mythology, almost like the Trojan War by Homer. Um and in this one, basically, it was like a Chinese mythology about these these leaders that actually existed, but have all of this mythology built around them. And one of them is is uh, this warlord despot named Lu Bu, who is the first one selected to represent humanity in this record of Ragnarok, where he has to go fight Thor. And he's like the strongest human ever, ever existed. I don't know. It was interesting. 
And then the second human chosen is Adam from Christian mythology, and he has to fight Zeus, and he almost wins. Like I don't know, it's it was interesting. I'm not. I don't think Brian would enjoy it. Um, but I, I thought it was uh, an interesting concept. So I've struggled with that's the one that's where it's all dubbed over, right? The audio. I mean, it's yeah. So it well, it's it's voice acting. Like, it's like Swedish or something, but like, but they're not speaking English, right? They're speaking English. They they voice oh, really? they, they they English dubbed it. But the the actors oh, are speaking. No, in English. so you're thinking of the 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 live action Marvel show Ragnarok, uh, which is different. Well, that one's because there, there's one on Netflix that was yeah. getting some run, and I, I, so this I looked at it and was like, that. So that one's a, a live action show called Ragnarok. This one is an animated show called Record of Ragnarok. Completely different. Ah, got you. Okay, uh, where do you find this one? I'd, I'd watch that. Also, also on Netflix. It's third, right. So they just released the first uh, season. It's thirteen episodes, and it's uh, the first three fights. So it's uh, Thor, Zeus, and Poseidon fighting against. Uh, I forgot who the third fighter. was. I got to give that a shot. You know how I do with uh, eating up the mythology stuff. So it's interesting. I, I enjoyed it, but um, the second one that I actually will recommend uh, has been on Netflix for a couple months now. It's called Yasuke. It's about a black slave who earns the respect of a shogun and ends up becoming a samurai. And the animation style of that one is very fluid and very quick, which is very pleasing to watch. Um, and apparently, from, from what I've heard, it's actually based off of an actual black samurai that did exist in the, in the 1600s. Um, and in, in the story, there's all these, like, it's, it takes place in the 1500s, and there's, like, Gundam robots running around and, like, magic and shit. It's entertaining. Oh, so this is all, this all really happened, huh? Yeah, Exactly. Um, I've actually heard about this one. People, when it first came out, people went ape shit over it on all the nerd nerd locations that I frequent. Um, people were really like talking about how great it was and how much they liked it. And I think it already is got it like a second season in development. Right I hope now. so. I I'm, I'm excited. It looks like the second season will probably like the first season was was self contained, and so the next season will hopefully just continue to expand on the world and have the character go off and, and do new things with non-recurring characters. Uh, but I enjoyed the first one. It was very entertaining. Um, I don't know. I'll have to think of other things that I watched recently. Why don't you guys go ahead? I'm going to jump in real quick. So I did a bit of traveling recently and uh, I, uh, I read a book that Jeff um, had on his Comixology account that I was like, what is this? This looks dumb, but I'm going to read it because I have nothing else to read right now. Um, and it was called Wind, uh, by written by James Tinney in the fourth. Wait a minute. When we got on the call today, you said that you have a stack of books piling up that you've not gotten to and you continue to buy new ones. And you just said that your thought process was, <laughs> what is this? This looks dumb. I have nothing to read right now. You are all over the map, sir. <laughs> he downloaded a digital book because he didn't have the physical books on his desk. And because I did have likes, the physical books. I'm <laughs> he likes torturing himself. Like I'm gonna no, go back no, no. to that. I actually really, oh, I really enjoyed. I can't stand the Big Bang Theory. I'm 40 more episodes deep. Oh man, this is the worst show I've ever seen. I'm four seasons in. Like I genuinely forgot that I watched that until you just brought it up. And <laughs> now he's gonna do, do a rewatch. Like you don't <laughs> defy logic, sir. That's true. Continue. Um, continue. Wind, uh, W-Y-N-D, James Tinney and the Fourth wrote it. He uh, is a comic book author who has been on a series of Batman titles for the last several years. He was on Detective Comics, and now I think he is the writer on the main Batman title. Um, talented writer. Um, hadn't really read a lot of his stuff. I read some of his Detective, com detective Comics run, but um, didn't really grab me, so I moved away from it. Um, but this book, like I, I told Jeff when I was in town and saw him, um, I was like, man, I really liked it. Like, I'm like eager to start reading the second volume as it's coming out. Like I might even be picking it up issue to issue from now on because of how much I liked it. Um, so that's a serious recommend. It's kind of a, uh, fairy tale, uh, elves and, uh, wizards and trolls world and there's magic and there's humans and there's all kinds of things going on. And it's, uh, I just, I really enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, I recommend that. Uh, another thing that uh, Jeff's a pretty heavy influence on my recommends this uh, this week. Um, Jeff gave me his uh, Switch Lite. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Lite. Um, he wasn't using it anymore. And so he was like, do you want this? And I said, yes, I do. And so I took it without giving him anything in return. Um because that's my way 
And uh, right now I've only played Pokemon. Is it Shield? Yeah. That I have that we have on there. It, and uh, I haven't played a Pokemon game since I was really, really, really young. I'm not as into it as my brothers are. Um, but that being said, I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm in it. I'm like four gyms down. I'm, I've been training. I've been playing it every day. I didn't know you gave um, that up, Jeff. I thought we were still playing that together. I still, so I gave him my Switch Lite, which had the Pokemon Shield downloaded on it. Tyler started a different character. So I still have my save on my actual Switch. Um, that I bought recently. Oh, so we can all play at the same play. time. Well, he would have to buy his own copy because he's playing on my account right now. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So if I... We could talk about this off pod, actually. I was going to say... If, eh, nope. Well, eh, eh, Pokemon. Uh, gotta catch them all. So anyway, I've been really <laughs> liking that one. Uh, Brian, what have you been up to? Well, I'm jealous about the Pokemon thing now, but that's cool. Um couple of things. I mean, are we not going to talk about Loki at all? It seems like that's oh, one. Yeah. I know we don't want to be a Marvel podcast, but at the same Did time, guys, Marvel's kind of owning the airwaves recently, and I feel I, like we got to at least ask, talk about it. I have to ask, because two different people missed this week's post-credit scenes. So See? I missed it, and then it was all over all the movie blogs that I follow, and so I yeah, went and I found thing. it online and watched it. I, I missed it, but then saw it. Okay, good. Yeah. I I, you know what? I did the same thing I did at the end of the Scarlet Witch and and the Vision or whatever, and uh, fast forwarded through because it looked like there was a longer credits. And some when I, somehow when I was fast forwarding through it, I missed. I didn't see it. So well, because like, oh, okay. some of the early episodes they don't do post credit yeah, scenes. This so is kind of annoying. One. Like I don't know whether to sit there or not. This is the first yeah. one that had. It's one. like commit. Just give me new new stuff. I don't even care if it's totally random. It doesn't make any sense. Just give me something each one so I know to stay in. I don't know. Yeah, or give me something um, at the beginning of the episode that says "Stay tuned for the end credit scene." You know, like just tell me to wait, and then I will. Like I don't know. Anyway, yeah. I, I, so with these Marvel shows, um, I'm going to segue real quick away from Loki and just talk about them as a as a whole. People are really digging deep holes with these things, right? Like they're like really taking every single thing that happens in them and like extrapolating how they're going to affect the larger universe. So with this, with the appearance of kid Loki and boastful Loki and alligator Loki and, uh, but they, they call him, um, classic Loki. Thank you. Which is Richard E. Grant, which is by far the biggest actor of all of them, right? Like he's a very well known and well-established actor. He, um, they're talking about how he is going to become like, a major force in future Marvel properties because now they can do a Loki that's evil. Yeah, but I'm, I'm so so. Here's the thing about the digging the holes. Like I don't like watch it that closely. I guess like like for me, when I found like I found out a couple days early that people were like highly theorizing that um, the Loki variant was going to be a female, and. I remember thinking at the time, like I didn't dive into the theory breakdown, but I remember thinking like, okay, one, that's probably going to happen. And two, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, where did it ever reveal anything about there being a female Loki? I just don't understand how people like get that deep and figure that stuff out. I guess I got to dive into what they broke down, but uh, you know, I mean, Sylvie, for me, it's, I don't watch it that in depth. Sylvia is a character from the comics, right? So all of these are, are characters that have backstories from issues in the comics. So people who are, who have read every single Loki Marvel issue, which there are dozens of people out there, um, understand who these characters are and then go go through these clips frame by frame, these trailers frame by frame and look for yeah. evidence. Production stills, she, they're looking been, at everything. She's been good so far, by the way. No yeah. complaints about her. Yeah. She's been brilliant. I like that actress. How do you guys uh, feel about the potential, I mean, spoilers, by the way, uh, the potential romance between Loki and Loki? Weird. Weird. They're the same. It's like it's like banging your twin sister. Like weird. I mean, yeah, it's it's very strange. I, I like when they first start when they first introduced the female Loki. I was like, oh, I really hope they don't do a romance plot with it. And as much as I like those two characters, like those two actors have a lot of chemistry together. I think they work really well off of each other. Um, but I wish they left it as more of a platonic situation rather than like a really weird narcissistic masturbation situation. Because I mean. If they do have sex, would that be considered masturbation? <laughs> I mean, sort it would of? be like it would be like you cloning yourself and then banging yourself, wouldn't it? Like that's weird. 
I mean, if anyone knows what I like, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. God, you got the grip just right. I can't say that. But anyway. I'm sorry. Please cut that out. But anyway. um, Nope. Staying in. It's weird because like. We have our clip for the beginning of the episode. They kind of teased it. And I I could see where they'll go with like him being like, he doesn't understand what's going on. He doesn't understand if that's a romantic thing. And like later he'll realize it's more because there is some kind of affinity because it's really a, just a different version of him but if they go with a romance line with that i'm i'm calling weird dude like i i, I gotta be honest i'm not gonna get riled up here when john snow and daenerys banged i was just like you know what man like it's just unfortunate that they wrote them into being related like this had to be what happened between these two characters like i'm just gonna accept it and move on like but this one, I will not accept it. Like, it's going to be strange. Like, I'm not going to be cool. Like, they got to be just really close, but not romantic. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't love it, really. But, um, but they haven't done know, it yet, I don't know. so we're okay. I mean, they're, they kind of hinted at the possibility of it, and I don't know. How did you guys feel about the sort of death fake out that, I mean, I kind of knew that it was a fake out, like, when Mobius got killed? I was like, oh, spoilers. <laughs> Did we already say that? Yeah, we're, we're, we're deep in spoilers. Full spoilers for everything we ever say, guys. I, we need to just, I need to put at the beginning of each podcast, major spoilers to follow because we're not very good at this. Um, when he they come out of the, the time trap um, I uh, and, they, and they just instantly killed Mobius, I was like, wow, that was shocking. But also like, no one really stays dead in any of these Marvel movies. You know what I mean? They're going well, to find they, a way for him to be They deleted Loki too. It's not like we were all assuming. He when they did go. that, I was like, "Whoa!" And then, you know, post-credit scene immediately they reversed it and showed us that uh, maybe it's the pruning isn't necessarily um, killing, and maybe just like depositing them in a pocket dimension or something. That's what I was saying. Is that each each person has their own pocket dimension, and uh, that when you get pruned, you just go there with all the rest of your people, which means Jet Ski Mobius is out there somewhere. I do wonder about the timekeeper twist, though. That was a bit strange. Um, and I'm interested to see. I mean, there's two more episodes, right? Like, I'm interested to see, I like, what they four, do to explain eight, that. Eight episodes. Six, I think. Six, I thought. It was the mid-season finale, wasn't it? I don't know. It's. I think it's six. Um, that being said... I'm I just like, I'm like, who are they going to put in charge of the time variance authority? Is it right? Because like, that was it, immediately what he asked. He's like, who is in charge if that's not the case? Like, yeah. Is it, is it Kang the Conqueror? Is it uh Gugu Mbatha-Ra? Which goddamn that chick has the coolest name. That's, that's uh, Owen Wilson's like friend. Who's like his boss. In the TVA. Whatever. Th- oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Oh. That's that actress's name is Gugu Mbatha-Ra. She didn't strike Mbatha-Ra. me as being the one behind the scenes. She doesn't strike me as. When she first showed up in the first episode, I was like, "Oh, that's 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 Gugu. Like, she's a bigger actress than just being like a side character here. Like, what is her thing going to be? You know, but she mean? had a she fairly play out role. I don't this. think that there was anything. Yeah, well, yeah, but in that first episode, she didn't. So I was like, okay, well, that's going to be a character that we're going to have to watch. You know what I mean? As soon as she showed up, I knew that she was a more famous actress. So, um, I do wonder if they're going to make her. I mean, didn't did she get pruned or did she just get knocked out? Oh, what did Loki do to her at the end? She prunes him, and then and Sylvie Sylvie knocks her down and says, "You're going to tell me everything." Yeah, that's right. She didn't do anything to her, so that's right. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I I think they're going to go that route with the. I've been seeing some stuff about King the Conqueror, so I have a feeling that it's going to they're going to somehow loop him in as like a a villain of a future film or something. So that's a character that I like. I've said it multiple times. I'm not like super deep on Mar- on Marvel comics. I-, I know more than a lot of people, but not as much as like true Marvel fans. Um, I haven't read a lot of storylines that involve Kang the Conqueror. Um, but that actor, Jonathan Majors, which is the main character um, from Lovecraft Country, uh, who when that show was coming out, I kept talking about how great he was and how much I really liked him. I'm really excited to see what they do with that character and what, you know, they give him to do um, with that character. So, um, yeah, if that is where they go with it, that would be really cool. Um, Cool. Well, do we have any other recommendations? I mean, I mean, that was kind of like higher level Loki discussion just because, 
you know, I'm sure when the season ends, we'll kind of dig in a little bit deeper. But um, do we have do we have anything else? Uh, two movies I watched somewhat recently: Hardball and Gone Girl, both uh, somewhat blast from the past. Hardball way back, but um, holds up. I thought it was enjoyable. I just I put it on for my wife's benefit. She likes like the feel good sports movies like that. But then, but then yeah, it and that's feel, a real good one. <laughs> it doesn't feel so good there at the end. Uh, with yeah, that is G baby tough, yeah. tough. Uh, so look, a twist in that and this. Movie. This may be good Very advice sad. to anyone in a relationship that ever listens to this. Don't ever put on P.S. I love you for someone that hasn't seen it without telling them Gerard Butler dies quick. <laughs> okay. Spoiler, uh, because that was a total. I don't know that movie. Oh yeah, Gerard Butler dies in the first five minutes, but then he's in it throughout, like through his letters to her, and it's it's really heart wrenching. And I made the huge mistake of not telling my wife that he dies. So like in the first five minutes, they're running this this dude's funeral, and she's looking at me like he dies. You didn't tell me what the hell, and like she was crying the whole movie. So (laughs) with hardball i was sitting there like okay i know g baby dies at the end he's a sweet little endearing boy and then at the end he gets shot and like i was like okay do i tell her do i like learning from the gerard butler incident like do i tell her didn't tell her g baby dies and i look over at her she's not crying but then basically and i'm like okay we're out of the woods i think i didn't make a mistake but then they they go back and play the montage of him winning the game for him winning the championship and getting the walk-off hit and she just starts balling man i was like oh i'm gonna cry this is brutal that movie is really that's that oh man that so, is so sad prep yourself. that movie yeah, i don't even is, know if it's good it is because good when i was a kid we went and saw it in theaters thinking it was like a baseball movie and that happened yeah we've been working out every day and we listen to notorious big out in the gym and they have the big papa song a big part of the movie big pop but, and so we were yeah. really vibing to that because we've been listening to it a lot yeah, Notorious is uh, a great scene. the king. Um, anyway, uh, you here's a little peek behind the curtain into Brian's life. Brian's a huge fan of romantic dramas. <laughs> you really do. You've watched all of them. You watch P.S. I Love You. The Notebook is one of your one of your one. Time your Traveler's movies. Wife. Time Traveler's Wife is one. Do yeah, you like I've, that one? I've seen that movie. It's pretty cool. What's your problem? Uh, I've never, I've never uh, seen uh, it. Movie's I don't fantastic. Know, I don't watch those. I don't watch those movies. I'm, that's not my. Right. That's not my you vibe. You think that I watch those movies by myself outside of a like a relationship? You're right. You'd be 100% I watch percent correct. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Notebook slaps. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, dude. When he's yeah. hanging on to the Ferris wheel, and I'm like, bro, that is safety regulations out the window right there. That kid needs to get in trouble. And then Notebook <laughs> just walks away as a hero, like. No, there's no value judgment on that. I mean, you're you're allowed, you're entitled to watch whatever I, you like. I personally close. love to watch really, really, really bad adventure movies like Van Helsing over and over sure. again. I, 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 well, I'm guilty of that too. But I am yeah. this close to buying a Lon Hammon got screwed T-shirt. We we talked about this in the yeah. in that whatever that yeah. we did I an episode. Genuinely but. think someone needs to get that for me for Christmas or something because I will wear it and and I will debate that till I'm blue in the face like that is bullshit alright my boy uh, what is it Marsden yeah James got, Marsden yeah Marsden got hosed okay that dude <laughs> was really Mars, Marsden gets hosed that's that should be I don't know if he'll like that actually <laughs> he gets screwed in everything because he's also a Teddy in Westworld and just dies <laughs> over yeah over we, we over. talked about this yeah, he's like the biggest up. cuck in movie history he's the biggest <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah because he's cyclops too <laughs> he do everything <laughs> everything he gets his lady stolen That's um he's also in a movie called straw dogs which I, I mentioned in whatever episode it was that we talked about this where he plays a husband who he and his wife are going through a rough time and his wife is being like sort of like she's changing in front of the window like when there's someone doing construction on the house and then some guys try to rape her and so he goes on like a killing spree or of like or, or like not a killing spree but he like like kills some of the dudes who like tried to rape his wife and, and it was like oh is this him like <laughs> getting, getting back revenge. at all of the all the characters <laughs> yeah it's revenge for all of his other characters that got fucked over <laughs> um that's funny yeah he's yeah westworld is probably the best one because he just he has over to relive getting his girl taken from him They're all like, every all day right. of his life <laughs> which actor's really going to be able to sell this like repeatedly oh wait someone who's done it before let's go james you know what it is someone call james he just 
James Marsden just seems like such a like he's very handsome, but also just seems like such a nice, good guy who would just trust his girl to not cheat on him. You know yeah, what I mean? And just like, and it's yeah, he's place, literally perfect for it. He's got, it's got a place <laughs> in a lot of different st- like storylines. So yeah, yeah, that's that's funny. Um, yeah, so definitely, I, I've watched my fair share of romantic dramas, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm usually pretty critical of them, but I do watch them. Yeah. Um, I do not because I don't, I don't even like, like, I like romantic comedies, but I do not like the love parts of them. <laughs> I don't like, I don't really like romance in movies. I always find like it's very contrived and, and silly and like way over dramatic. You know what I mean? Like, and as someone who's been in a relationship for eight years, like that's not really what love plays out like. And so it's a bit ridiculous, I think in movies quite often, but that being said, uh, any other recommendations, Jeff? You got anything else? Um, no, I watched that uh, that Mitchell versus the Machines movie that you recommended. It was entertaining. It was fine. Yeah, I mean, I think it was a soft recommend for me. Um, I got uh, two more um, on the blast from the past uh, through line. Kelly and I yesterday watched a movie called Paranorman, um, which is an older. Uh, movie from Leica Studios which is uh, a Portland based claymation studios they did Kubo and the Two Strings Box Trolls, Coraline Um, I really like all their movies, Paranorman is probably my favorite of them and we rewatched it and uh, it holds up I like it a lot Um, so go watch that if you haven't seen it and then uh, another one that Jeff lent to me is Flash Year One um, the the collected uh, trade of it and uh i read it hated it i liked it no really? i liked it just oh, i liked the it ending just fine was so disappointing to me i despise so, the ending i'm going to be honest i haven't finished it oh um i'm about three quarters of the way through it and i think it's so far it hasn't disappointed me i think it's fine i mean flash has always been a tricky character because they instantly tie in time travel to the character every time they reintroduce him like it the speed force situation and the time travel um parts of flash have always been tricky for me and always felt a bit unnecessary but it's their way of separating him from other speedster characters in comics so um yeah i you know. I, I liked it a lot until the last like 15 pages uh, the ending is just sad um and not sad and like, uh, oh, this is supposed to be sad. Sad like, this is the way you chose to end this fucking book? Seriously? I don't know. You'll hate it too. We'll talk about it next time. <laughs> okay. Um, great. Well, uh, Brian, you got anything else to throw out? That's it for me. Jeff? Um, no. All right, cool. Well, let's wrap it up there. Next week, uh, we're going to do Black Widow. Um, so if uh, it looks like we're all three going to be in town together. So if we can make it work, I'd like to go see it all together. But if not, uh, just find a way to go and see it on your own because we're all we're all talking about it. Um, and yeah, so that's uh, that's next week. Look forward to that. Expect full spoilers. And uh, even if we say that we're not spoiling it yet, um expect brian to not be listening and to spoil the ending anyway (laughs) um all right well get in touch with us oh you know what i did want to to wrap up with one thing um somebody named evan reached out to us on instagram uh i don't know if brian if you remember who evan is yeah he's jeff's work buddy right that's right he's jeff's work buddy who is uh our number one listener he's our truest fan out of all the millions uh, he reached out, he's yeah out one. of all of the tens that listen thank you um, for your support above all the millions of other listeners. yeah above all of our other ones um he has an answer for the naruto baruto question that i had last episode which was you know me not understanding why the names are so similar basically he says do 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 name isn't it's not just that they sound similar um naruto apparently means nut and boruto means bolt so that's their that's the reasoning so it's like he named his son after him and then 
his wife's cousin who sacrificed her life for them was named Neji, which means screw. So it's like sort of a thematic thematic uh, through line, apparently. Um, and then I asked what the significance of fastening implements was to the show. It was like, is there a lot of like building? Are they construction workers? What's going on here? And uh, he said um, that the name came from, Neji's name came from the 64 Palms technique when he spins around. Apparently it's his yeah. fighting. Yep. So anyway... Uh, none of that makes any sense to anyone who doesn't pay attention to Naruto or Baruto. But, uh, Evan, thanks for clearing that up. We do appreciate you getting in touch with us and letting us know because uh, I just thought it was dumb. And guess what? Now I just think it's only kind of dumb. So um, thank, thank you for that. Uh, Jeff, did you know any of that? Could you have cleared that up? Well, I mean, I, I mean, as far as the similarity, why they're I mean, I, so Naruto's I knew that his name was Nut because the the creator named uh, him after an ingredient in ramen, which is Naruto's like favorite food in the in the in the comics or the manga. Um, but then they also tied in connectly into the show because Naruto's dad had a mentor who wrote a book, and he named the main character of the book Naruto. And then so when his when the the ment- mentoree I don't know what to call it the apprentice. Then had his own child. He said, "I want to name my son after the the character in this book." Um, anyway, uh, I did not know that Neji's name meant uh, "screw." Uh, it's interesting. I don't know what the relation that has to the uh, sixty-four palms technique, but so I actually flubbed that. It looks like Naruto means maelstrom, and that Boruto does mean bolt, um, which I guess just only ties into Neji's name. But whatever close enough we get it okay don't at me for messing that up um great well uh thanks everybody for listening get in touch with us do you disagree with any of our would you rathers are you excited about black widow uh we are at clever kids pod on instagram and at clever kids podcast or no clever kids podcast at gmail.com um yeah otherwise uh we will see you next week and talk about black widow Bye, guys. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thanks for listening.